And we're live. Skip happens. And uh, hello, CJ Solar. What is up? Thanks for having me. Hey, it's good hello, to see you. Hello. Yeah. Uh, so happy that you could join us here tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about you. We're going to be talking about your music. We're going to be talking about your songwriting. We're going to be talking about whatever else you do in life. And uh, of course, joining us again tonight here on Skip Appens from the official Country Music Fan Club. She is the president and founder. It's Deb Lamphere. And of course, y'all from the radio and 92.1 The Wolf, of course. And Skip Happens. My name's Skip Clark. You know that. I haven't got to tell you that. But CJ, so yeah. let's get it started. Where are you? Describe your surroundings for us. Well, I'm down at uh, at my parents' house in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I just I drove down here yesterday and going to be hanging out for the week. Um, they're, uh, actually they're, they're, they're in Prairieville, which is an outskirt of Baton Rouge. Now they moved out here a couple years ago and, um, I'm up in their kind of little guest room, just kind of <laughs> hanging out there downstairs, eating, eating pizza. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go up. I'll eat some food later. <laughs> what, what is, um, uh, pizza like in Baton Rouge? It can't be as good as New York. New no, York definitely not. Definitely not. Now I did have some, uh, some Louisiana food. Uh, some some seafood for lunch today. That was that was pretty awesome. Which I guess New York's got. Oh yeah, is it Cajun? Oh yeah, it was ca- it was Cajun. Woo, that's hot. Uh, it was really good. Yeah, I mean, I uh, my girlfriend's from um, Southern Illinois, so I always make fun of whenever <laughs> we come back here. I'm like, P- P- you know, Midwesterners have no clue what this is. They've never tasted anything this good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. As soon as I heard. Yeah, I always got to take a jab at the, at the Midwesterners and their and their bland food, but uh, but yeah, I mean the pizza, it, it's fine. It's definitely no New York pizza, that's for sure. I love have it. To make a trip to New York. Yeah, we'll get we'll get PJ up here sooner or later. He can have some New York food. Let me ask you: Have you been in the Northeast at all, CJ? Just a little bit over the years, um, but it's been a minute. Um, we've played a couple shows up up in the Northeast. I, I've gotten to open some shows for uh, Chris Jansen and Gary Allen up that way. Um, Jared Neiman, I think I played with him in upstate New York and um, New Jersey with, with Jansen and Gary Allen. Um, but yeah, I love getting up there. A lot of great country music fans. Oh, there is. There's a lot. And there's a lot of CJ Solar fans. Uh, we are playing the new single, Watered Down Whiskey, which is which is cool. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, let's do it a step at a time. Your songwriting. You have written number one songs. How about Up Down, Morgan Wallen? Yeah, man. That, 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 that's the one. Hopefully going to get another one here at some point. But, but yeah, um, really crazy getting to be a part of that. Such a big song for such a, an artist who is becoming – one of the biggest in the genre. It's really crazy how he's growing fast and furious. Yeah, he's he's taken off. So I mean, I'm really really proud to be a part of a part of his uh, his climb. Just a, you know, a very small part, but super proud of that. He's awesome. Yeah, he's got two things working for him right now. Two singles at the same time. He he uh, Morgan's got seven summers out there, mm-hmm. and also a more than my hometown. So it's just I like, love them both. It's kind of crazy. I mean, it's not. I saw this thing the other day where like the Spotify top 200, he has like five songs in there, all genres, Spotify top 200. I think yeah. he had one in there and there might've been one other country song in the top 200 on Spotify and everything else was like pop and, and rap and stuff. But just crazy that, I mean, he's just reaching a, a crazy level of, um, of fans. It's awesome. 
Yeah, he's have all- you toured with him? I or opened for him? For, oh, uh, I've opened. I opened for Morgan a handful of shows right when Up Down came out. Oh, and, good. Yeah, he was. He, uh, they were. They were. They were pretty small shows. I mean, he. He started blowing up a little bit after that, but they were fun. They were good times. Um, he, he was a cool dude. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of last year uh, opening for Gary Allen and Chris Jansen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Morgan, yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Uh, now, Jameson Rogers has a big hit called Some Girls. And if you mm-hmm. look at the fine print, you'll see that one of the co-writers on that is CJ Solar. That, and you wrote that with Hardy? Yeah, yeah. So I we well, me and Hardy wrote up down together too. Yeah. So okay. um yeah, man, me and Hardy go way back. We both signed our first publishing deals in 2010 and have we met both right at our company set us up to write and um we've been buddies since, probably written a hundred songs together and um a lot of the tunes that I've released over the years I I've written with him and um yeah, we've had a handful of cuts together. I've mm-hmm up down and, and some girls being the main two, but yeah, he's a, a good, a good buddy and just a crazy, obviously he's ha- having just a massive amount of success and um, so happy for him. He, he used to, um, used to actually play in my band years ago, <laughs> um, which is pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I, I, you know, we, we were rooting for him to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. years ago and uh so happy that it's taken off for him because just such a talent mm-hmm. so that, go ahead deb i was wondering when a band member decides that they want to kind of branch off on their own how does the rest of the band usually take that is it usually a positive experience when someone yeah. wants to leave uh it, i guess it depends obviously with hardy he he was his own songwriter and really his own artist it was kind of funny um, I had another guy playing bass and me and Hardy were writing a lot of songs together. And I, um, I had a bass player that had something come up and I had some shows that weekend, which this would have been like five, five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like, Hey man, I'm not, I'm not able to come this weekend. I know you got shows, but I, I'm not going to be there. And I'm literally writing with Hardy. We wrote like every Wednesday for years and I'm writing with Hardy on a Wednesday as this guy texts me this. And I'm like, Dude, you're not gonna believe this, but I gotta leave like Friday morning to play a show Friday and Saturday night, and I don't have a bass player. And he's like, "How long are the shows?" I was like, "And eh, like 45 minutes." And he's like, "I'll just play bass for you." Oh, how cool! <laughs> and, uh, just, just a really solid dude. So um, it was cool getting to have him come out. I mean, it was we knew that it was a short term thing. He did it for about two years, but. Um, yeah, we had a blast um, hanging out on the road. We got to do all kinds of fun shows, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, he he, uh, he he was great. But he's he's not a bass player by any means. But uh, <laughs> but, but he's but you know we were writing songs every week, and it was just really cool having him having mm-hmm. him do that and come come out with me for a while. But he he it was actually funny. The last show that he played with us, we were playing um, a casino in Oklahoma and we were playing like the small bar front thing, lounge type thing. Um, and Florida Georgia line was playing the next night in the amphitheater that was right next door. And he was already working with them a little bit. And he was like, Hey guys, do you mind if I just like <laughs> as leave tomorrow, if I just stay and write some songs for Georgia line? And we were like, 
okay. Okay. Them a good bit and and ride with a, got a lot of the guys in their crew so that that was his, the last show he played with us so we kind of mm-hmm. kind of joked that you know he hopped off out of our van and onto the floor georgia line bus but um yeah it's such, such a great talent and, and super stoked for all the success he's having and that we're having together uh as uh, you know as a, no absolutely, absolutely. So, good, really cool. you're a good combo yeah yeah, absolutely. It's good to have all those connections too. I mean, everybody stays as friends and everybody kind of goes their separate direction, but uh, you still can call on one another if needed, you know, if needed. So that, that's kind of cool. And I, I was, uh, I was on YouTube earlier and I saw, uh, I think you were just playing with a band a few days ago somewhere. And I think somebody recorded it. And, uh, is yeah. there- that the regular are those the regular guys in in your band or yeah so the regular guys now we had a hard time getting that we had a little Facebook live we went we had some buddies uh we have some buddies in West Virginia uh-huh. that, um that we've done stuff with and 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 you know they've helped us put together music videos and done all kinds of stuff together and they were like man you guys got to just come up and you know play one of our backyards um so we went up and and some of their buddies had a little um a little campground kind of thing and we just went over and played in their yard and they set up and uh we played i think about an hour and a half but uh, yeah it it was cool getting to bring the guys out i think we played together two or three times since march so that was it was cool getting the guys together and you know Mm -hmm. getting to you know, just play in public. <laughs> I know you say that's one of the few times you've you've played together. You know, since what March when all this stuff happened. Leads me to ask, how has this quarantine, this pandemic, how has this helped you, or how has it hurt you? I know you haven't been able to go out and play the gigs, but has it helped you at all? Is there a good side of this? Well, I've gotten into the studio a little bit, uh, been working on new music, which I w- probably would have been doing anyway, but um, it has been nice to have more time to work on that a little bit. And I picked up uh, an old 80s Honda scooter that I've been riding around my neighborhood quite a lot. Wear a helmet. Would not have done that otherwise. <laughs> um, riding on Zoom is not as as good. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird because there's a delay. So with the, you know, when you're playing guitar and, mm-hmm. and, and and you can't play together at the same time, so you have to kind of take turns talking. And, and so, um, you know, it's got pluses. You can you know roll out of bed at you know ten fifty five and be on Zoom by eleven o'clock and um, working with your buddies. But uh, you know, I'm and you can to- be in your pajamas and you don't even have to shower. So I feel like some people will continue to do that even after all this stuff yeah. is over. Um, people at least know that that is an option now. Um, it has its, you know, it has its, like I said, its pluses and, and, and its and its negatives. But um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, me and my band, we definitely miss playing out on the road. Um, but you know, we've all been able to do some cool stuff. Uh, my my drummer Nick um, has gotten got to uh engineer marty stewart's new album oh nice during, during this pandemic so marty stewart went into the studio so he got to engineer and mix that album so really excited for uh for that to come out and and my drummer nick who's who's in, incredibly talented as a drummer as well as a studio engineer so really excited for that he got to be a part of that which had we been on the road a lot he might not have uh, been able to right. as much right. time into that so I know he he had a blast doing that, and um, 
yeah, so it, you know, there, there's been some cool stuff. Um, kind of, kind of, um, we're forced to do things we never thought we would be doing. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with my, you know, with what I do in radio, and yeah. same thing with what Deb has going. You know, we we've, we've all learned how to do things differently. Maybe some of it's for the better. Who knows? You know, we've perfected our ourselves in certain ways, and mm-hmm. then again, we think about wow, we wish it was back to to the way it used to be. You know, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. I gotta ask. Well, it, it's okay. been a nice reset, though. That's for sure. We'll be ready to roll though come January. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. You guys be looking to get out there and kick some ass. That's what that yeah. you know, in the band. Um, let's take it back a little bit. How long ago did you move to Nashville? I moved to Nashville, and uh, oh, I said 20, 2010 earlier. Right. Okay. I moved, that was 2014. I moved to Nashville in 2010. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I moved to Nashville in 2010 to go to Belmont uh, University and went uh, yeah, as a songwriting major, <laughs> which people, people laugh at because uh, it's pretty goofy to go to school for songwriting. But it was uh, it's in the music business program, so – uh, it's, you know, a lot of music business classes with a little bit of songwriting thrown in and, uh, really enjoyed it. I ended up doing an internship with a company <laughs> called Seagale Music. Oh yeah. Okay. That, uh, that Brad Paisley is, a, is one of the two owners of, mm-hmm. and, uh, within a couple weeks of interning, they had signed me to, to a publishing deal and I've been there. Oh. Since, and so that was, that was 2014, February, 2014, uh, that I signed my deal there. And been there ever since, and they've been an awesome company to work with, and uh, super thankful, and you know, gotten to do all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, they've been really great. You know, learning learning how to write with working with some of the amazing writers that work over right. there, and uh, you know, the the connections and all the good stuff. They're they're great people. It, it says a lot to you know when you say you've been there since 2014. That says a lot. You talk to a lot of people and they bounce around. They're, they're here for a year. They're over here for a couple of years. They go over there for another year. Um, it says a lot when you've been with one publishing company that long. That's great. Yeah, I mean, Chris Stapleton wrote yeah Miguel for 14 years. Wow. Oh. Before, before, wow. before before he blew up as an artist. So that's how long Chris Stapleton was doing it before. Before he caught our big break, so pretty crazy, but wow. yeah, that kind of blows my mind how somebody could be a songwriter for so long, knowing that they want to also be on the stage, you know, as a performer, and then it takes so long for them to get there yet be so successful as a songwriter. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. That's usually not the norm. Thank God Chris's talent found a way to mm-hmm. uh, to break into the mainstream because there's just so many amazingly talented people who. Mm-hmm. Who don't get that ability, you know? Right. Don't right. get that. Oh, you know, Chris is possibly, uh, you know, in the in the point zero one percentile of the mm-hmm. most talented people in the world when it comes mm-hmm. to singing and playing and all and writing. So, uh, I, you know, I think it would have been a matter of time before he somehow found a way. But you know, thank God mm-hmm. for Justin Timberlake and the CMA Awards <laughs> for, for, for for exposing his talent. I mean, it's so yeah, no, really. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, just, just so amazing. And he's, he's so crazy. humble about it too. So humble. I've, I've met him a handful yeah. of times and it's just, yeah. just a really nice guy who loves to play music, you know? And uh, if I'm not mistaken, as a matter of fact, I, I'm not mistaken because I know for a fact, I saw it today. The new single is out by Chris Stapleton and already we're getting calls for it. So really, this is going to be a awesome. fire. It's called starting over. So 
I've listened to it a handful of times. Yeah, I bet you have. You're way ahead of us. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I just, I just, you know, look out for the new yeah. tunes when they come yeah. out. And I, you know, it's almost like I feel like it's part of my job to just see what what everybody's putting out, what the new singles are, what what the big artists are, are releasing, what it sounds mm-hmm. like, you know, the you know style and everything. So try try to keep up with it and um and, and just you know, I, I I love music. I love obviously especially country music. So it's just always cool to see what other people are working on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever compare, you compare yourself to other people or no? I try not to, cause I, you know, I feel like everyone has their own style and, you know, some, and, and people pull from different things. And um, I don't really compare myself to other people. I feel like I'm kind of riding in my, in, in, in my own lane, but you know, doing stuff that's in the same, same wheelhouse as other people. But I feel like I've got my own lane and I'm, you know, I, I, I try to just do what I enjoy and, and, and hope that other people like it and hope that eventually that, you know, it'll keep climbing and, you know, this, uh, the momentum will just keep riding up slowly, but surely. And, um, but yeah, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that it, it's hard. I know a lot of people it, it, that can be hard on, on, on artists comparing their careers to, to others, but, um, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of just yeah doing my own thing and, and seeing where it leads. And I, you know, I, I feel very lucky to have had, um, the, the, the success that I've had and, and just excited to see where it keeps going. Oh, you're off to a fantastic, I don't want to say start because you've been doing this for such a long time, but you're on a great part of your climb here. <laughs> when we play shows out and people and, and people will come up and go, I, I've never heard of you, you know, and I go, I'm brand new. <laughs> you know, that's okay. I'm just getting going. <laughs> uh, it's okay that you've never heard of me. No worries. There's a reason they've uh, never heard of you because they don't read the small print. That, that I mean, you, you're an awesome songwriter, and you've been on some number one songs, as we talked about a few minutes ago. So that's why they don't, you know, they they just hear the music. They don't realize who's on that actually, who wrote that song, who's behind, you know, the singer, who's behind that, who put it all together, you know. It is cool when you meet fans out and they go and and, and they and and the, the real diehards who who do keep up with that stuff, and you and you you know if you say your name or they see you on a thing, they're like. Oh my God, I, I knew you wrote that song and seeing yeah. you live, you know, really cool. Cause, Cause some people even might recognize the name, but they won't go look up and see what your, you know, your original music is like. So always cool having that happen, which, which okay. well, my son follows you because he was all pumped when I told him that you were going to be on tonight. So I know he's watching somewhere yeah. in one of our, one of our streams here. Yeah. yeah. He's a big follower. That's cool. Tell us about watered down whiskey. The brand new single, "Watered Down Whiskey." Uh, I wrote it right before I went in to record my last EP with my buddy Charlie Berry, mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of came in and he just had that title "Watered Down Whiskey," and I had been playing this riff for a couple, couple days, if not weeks. The that. so I'd been playing that riff. With really no, you know, no ideas or nothing. It was almost just like a warm up kind of riff because it's you gotta, you know, move your fingers a lot to to do that. And um, I thought that that title would go with that riff, and, and and we wrote that song super fast. I mean, I feel like it was in about thirty minutes. The whole thing had just fallen out, which is really, really pretty quick. And uh, I actually went over and played it for some of the my uh, the Seagull people, and they're like, "Man, that's really cool. Demo it up." So I, I demoed it 
I think mm-hmm. like that week. And then a few weeks later, I was going in to record my EP and um, every, it, it, that one was a no brainer. Um, it just, it, I, 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 I refer to it as, uh, as, as my, as my country power ballad. Because uh, <laughs> uh, it's kind of got that like slow, slow groove kind of thing to it. But um, yeah, it's been one of my favorites. Uh, and uh, we actually, the first time me and the band ever played it live was when we got to make our debut at the Grand Ole Opry last mm-hmm. September. So that was really oh. cool. So that was the first time we played it live. Uh, we played that and come in my way on the Opry and um, one experience. Yeah, so I'll, I'll never, that, I mean, that song holds a really special place uh, for me. It, it, it's probably one of the most more country songs I've ever put out in, you know, style wise. Uh, so I, I knew I really wanted to do it on the Opry and um when they invited me and we're like, pick two songs. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah. That, that song is always going to be special. They won't let you do three. Yeah. It, it, you know, some people it, it's, it's random whether you do two or three, I get, you know, being a new artist, I guess they're, you gotta, gotta, gotta prove yourself with two before they let you do three. Well, you know, oh, and it's all about the timing too, you know, oh, yeah. the show and their commercials. It was, and it was, it was crazy. Uh, um, Connie Smith was right before us, and Ricky Skaggs was right after. Oh my God, <laughs> talking about like, oh. in between. Yeah, two all the favors. I was. Like, <laughs> this is wild, but they they were. And all you're there. backstage with these folks, right? Do you get yeah. to talk to them? We did get to talk to them a little bit. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. My my drummer Nick, who had done the Marty stuff, mm-hmm. had also worked on some of Connie's new stuff that's going to be new. So he knew her a little bit. So she would. They they were talking. It was. It was really cool. She she actually introduced us, um, so that was really cool. But um, yeah, just just crazy. Backstage at the Opry is uh, an experience. I've I've done that. I've been backstage at the Opry, and it's really something to see. Just to go hang out and uh, hang out with the artists and the stars, and just kind of see how everything from behind. It, it, it's amazing how all that works. I can't even imagine what the feeling's got to be like when you know that you're being introduced. And you're walking out onto that stage as a country artist, as you know, here's somebody, here's a new artist. He's going to sing a couple of tunes for you. And just to make it to that Opry stage is got to be just a feeling like no other. Man, it, it really was quick backstory. My, my parents took me to uh, the Grand Ole Opry when I was in middle school for the first, on our first trip to Nashville. They were like, oh, we've heard Nashville's cool. Let's go up. So we went to the Opry. And I mean, however long ago this was when I was in middle school. And uh, Blake Shelton, Dirk Bentley, and Brad Paisley were all new artists at the time. Mm-hmm. And they all three were playing, played that night that we went. And I remember watching all, you know, everyone that was playing, but especially remembering those three guys and going, wow. I, I you know, I, I guess I just hadn't, given country music as much of a of a thought before that my parents mostly listen to classic rock we listen right. to a lot of you know leonard skinner to credence clearwater revival that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. our, and we were watching that night and and i remember thinking wow whatever these guys is doing i really like it i want to do this i i had already been started playing guitar uh when i was about seven or eight years old so i was gonna I, ask you when you started yeah go ahead yeah so i you know watching those guys play that night especially brad doing the guitar stuff mm-hmm. really oh you know uh crazy moment uh full circle sign of his company but 
I was going to say, <laughs> full circle, here you full are. Full circle. And um, so, you know, when I moved to Nashville, my, you know, the pretty much the highest thing on my bucket list was getting to play the Grand Ole Opry. So mm -hmm. um, it was, it was a huge moment. And um, yeah, it's just That's so cool. That's so yeah, cool. very nerve wracking. I was my, well, you know, you don't, you don't get to sound check or anything because they, they've got it so dialed. You don't need to. Right. Right. Um, but it's a little nerve wracking whenever you're, you, you know, you haven't sound checked by any means you have your, your, I had my pedal board and electric guitar and they had a, you know, to have somebody carrying your pedal board. So I just walked out holding my guitar. They plugged it in, plugged it into the dam amp and went, all right, it works. And they're like, going, all right, it's your turn. And they're like, you know, drummer starts counting. You're just like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it went really smooth um as far as i know we didn't mess up and um yeah but you were you were nervous though a little very nervous i feel like about 30 seconds in i was like okay everything's going good you can <laughs> you know you, you can, can relax now yeah i can relax a little bit so yeah um well when you hit that stage you know you've, you've made it seriously yeah. you you know you've made it for the most part so well they were they treat they treated us like gold they were so freaking nice they actually the closest parking spot to the backstage entrance they they uh make a metal sign with your name on it uh, <laughs> when it's your first time so i mean they let me take home a metal sign i was like first time grand Ole opry performer that's cool so i got that I got that hanging up in my little studio room at my house and uh but yeah they i mean everyone knew every person working there that night was like Oh, you're CJ, and it's your first time. Congrats! You know, uh, just so cool, so nice. Um, really made you feel um, welcome and at home. We're talking the actual Grand Ole Opry, the one that's out of town a little bit, right? Yeah, the one yeah. that's over uh, by the mall. Now, what about the Mother Church, the Ryman Auditorium? Have you been on that stage yet? Well, so you know what's crazy? Literally, the week after that, they had the NSAI Awards at mm. the Ryman. The Ryman. And uh, uh, Up Down won top 10, so one of the top 10 songs I wish I wrote voted by all the NFAI members. Mm -hmm. So um, they had mostly the songwriters and some of the artists on all of those songs come out and play. A lot of the artists came and played the songs that night, um, but me hardy and and brad clausen who wrote up down together got to play up down on that stage we each took a verse or whatever mm -hmm. and that, was, that was my first time getting to play on that stage too and that was really bucket list too so that was yeah crazy within about a week and a half or so of each other got to play on both of those stages and wow. um, and then like literally as i'm walking off jason was walking on to play like <laughs> what it is i was like what is happening you know so you know you, you were able to knock two of those things off the bucket list right away bam bam yeah it was, great. It was really wild how those, those happened um i mean those were some bucket list shows the year before that uh because that, that was almost a year after the song had gone number one the, mm -hmm. the year before that um the week that up down went number one in 2018 that summer i think it was july we got to spend um a couple weekends out opening for leonard skinnard and the first weekend that we were out opening for Skinnerd, Up Down went number one. And I was like, this is crazy. We're opening for Skinnerd. Have a number one song. 
I name drop Freebird in the freaking song that is number one. Skinner. <laughs> oh. So I just I couldn't wait to play that song. And as we were opening for Skinner, I, I had to say a little something before we played the song. I was like, "This is crazy." We uh, obviously didn't while we were opening for Skinner. We didn't do it, but there's a part at the end of the song where it's like, um, uh, "We hold down here and be if he's still rolling around with a burnt CD." Freebird, five minutes to head bobbing, and we. Well, we do a little bit of Freebird when we do it live now because it's just just too cool and it just you know brings back those memories again. Oh my god! And open for Skinner the week that the song went number one. It's just just too freaking cool. Bam, man! I tell you, dude, you're like knocking it out of the ballpark here. He's on fire for sure. Well, yeah. Now, is there anything else left on your bucket list? I, know. <laughs> I mean, I guess really it would just be having you know having like, a number one, song, a number one song that uh, you know as an artist. Um, is is one of the is one of the you know few things getting right few things left. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm still super early and have gotten really lucky to have been able to scratch a bunch of those things off of the bucket list. But yeah, um, your list of accomplishments at your age is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The songwriting mm -hmm. credits, the music that you have on the radio, dude. You're only in your middle twenties. You're you're kicking ass. I mean, just mm -hmm. you know, I've got it all right here on a piece of paper, and it's like. This, oh my God! This a baby, yeah, yeah, just a baby, <laughs> just a baby, Long, bearded baby. <laughs> there you go. Oh, let me ask you: You got siblings? I have uh, an older sister and uh, um, two younger brothers who are twins. Oh wow! Now, are they musicians, or are you the only one in the fam? My little brothers and I played music together growing up, but when I when I moved to Nashville, they kind of laid it down and decided they were gonna go a different route so i'm the i'm the only one that plays anymore um you know and they were pretty good it was kind of a bummer that they that they don't play anymore but i i knew as, as soon as i started playing music that it was it was all i wanted to do it was kind of sure. when I was seven or eight years old and i started playing guitar i was just like especially and then especially once we took that grand Ole Opry trip because before it? that i was like nobody i was like i was like where are the new bands playing Leonard <laughs> Skinner type music, and you know my parents are like, ah, I don't know. And then going mm -hmm. in that, seeing country music, hearing country music, diving in, um, you know, I became a huge Montgomery Gentry, Gary Allen, all those guys, especially a lot of the gritty stuff, Jason Aldean, uh, and and then later Eric Church, and a, a lot of those guys, all the music they were making, I was just like, this is exactly what I want to do. So um, I just really, really dove in and. Um, yeah, but well, you're doing it. Dude. I think on that they didn't have that same that that same fire. It's crazy. On that note, we should hear at least a song now. Yes. You want me to play a little something? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll let you decide what you want to play. Uh, well, I can do "Water Down Whiskey" since we talked okay. about it a little bit. That'd All right, be great. Should have tuned it before I came up here, but it is close. Ah, uh, it, yeah. it sounds great to me. Yeah. The ice in this glass seems to melt way too fast these nights. Yeah, the buzz never lasts, and I'm still chasing what I had, but can't find. Cause you know when 
it's good And you know when it's cheap But I'll take what I can get When I can't get what I need Darling, loving you is like drinking the good stuff And when you've had the best The rest ain't strong enough Try to move on But every last call it hits me Everything but you this water down whiskey, yeah. And every spot in town, shut all the bars down. And if I'm lucky, back lost in a perfume. And even though she ain't you, it's something. When the morning light comes, she'll take me back to my truck. And I think to myself, how long can I keep this up? Darling, loving you is like drinking the good stuff. And when you've had the best, the best ain't strong enough to try to move on. Every last call in his me Everything for you Is water down the whiskey Cause you know when it's good You know when it's cheap But I'll take what I can get When I can't get what I need Darling, loving you is like drinking the good stuff. And when you've had the best, the rest is gone. Nothing to move on. Every last calling hits me. Everything for you is watered down whiskey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Dang. That's the one you said you wrote like really quick, right? Yeah, yeah, I wrote that one pretty quick. Just, uh, with Carla Berry. Yeah, right before yeah. we recorded that last EP. Yeah, you know, it, it does. It, it amazes me, and I know it amazes mm -hmm. Deb that the fact that uh, these songs that come out that are so good and they have the mm -hmm. potential to, you know, climb that ladder rather quickly. Were written in such a short period of time. I mean, it's, we talked to other singers and songwriters. Yeah, I wrote that one. It took me 45 minutes. I'm like, dude, it's like not 20 already. Live yeah. yeah, you just never know. I mean, you know, when when an idea hits, you just write and you you know exactly how to write it. And you've already written, you know, a thousand songs in your life. So you just kind of, you know, you kind of got it figured out just a little bit and and the inspiration hits you just right, and you know they can just they just fall out sometimes. As a um, as a songwriter, how does your mind work? Are you constantly just looking at things, reading signs, just kind of very observant to everything that's going on, and that's where you gather all your ideas? I try to be as much as possible. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like I end up letting things slip. Sometimes, like my drummer or my girlfriend, would be like. Did you hear what they just said? And I was like, 
you know, that, that could be a song idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> keep my ears, you know, my eyes and ears open um, yeah. for ideas. And a lot of times just random things will just hit me or I'll start mumbling something and go, what is that? I don't think that's anything. Let me jot that down, you know? Yeah. So it, it's totally, um, totally random, but, um, hit voice record on your phone and re- just whatever you're thinking. Go to town. Sometimes you listen to them later and you're like, Oh, what, now, what was I thinking? Delete, but <laughs> or what was I drinking? What was I thinking? Yeah. yeah. So with, um, with some girls, was that your inspiration or was that one of the co-writer inspirations? So, um, Hardy had just gotten out of a relationship and um, had a girl who was kind of continually, continually bugging him um, (laughs) that, you know, after they had broke up and he's like, man, this girl just won't leave it alone. You know, she just, she was like, she was the one, it it was like a long, she was, she was from his hometown. She didn't like the whole long distance relationship thing. So she was kind of the one who would, would would call it off, but then you know would keep you know calling him back and calling back. Um, yeah, kind of coming back and um, you know he had that kind of you know man she just ain't making it easy on me kind of thing and mm-hmm. that's kind of where um, there you go that's kind of where that's that, where that came, came from. from and um, our buddy Jake that we wrote it with um, had you know that little that little chord progression. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of started falling out. That, I don't think that one was a 30 minute or that one was probably more of a three hour, but you know, that's well, still a quick right in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Hardy or, and you, Hardy can thank her for, you know, writing. A number yeah. of uh, I, I, I'm sure, you know, it's funny actually. And I don't know if, I, I don't know if, she, if you hurt uh, on the, on the, on the, in the, in the music video uh-huh. in Jameson's music video, I believe a phone lights up somewhere in the music video with with that girl's name. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, just her birthday, but yeah, I, I, I just a little nugget there. I, I think. Oh, um, I like that. He knew that, he knew that story too, so I think he yeah. he had that name in there, which is kind of kind of hilarious. A few little know. personal touches, and I'm not sure how much they wanted that out there, but yeah, that's. Yeah. You know, that's, it's in the music video, which is pretty fun. That's awesome, though, because yeah. nobody's going to get that except really you guys. No, not at all. So, I mean, maybe her. <laughs> yeah, maybe her if she's watching. But <laughs> I've been like gotten married and had kids since then, so that was a couple years. Ago. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. when I get off tonight, I'm going to have to pull up the video and take a look. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> when we get off the podcast, yeah, it's kind of funny. Do you have a um, a favorite cover song you like to do? Is there um, something that is like your go to? I know you have your own music, but is there something, you know, it's something that you really get into? Hmm. I mean, I have a ton that I love. I don't know if I have a, um, okay. That's all right. That's fair. I get it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I got some random songs I'll sound check with. Uh-huh. Um, I'll do old man by Neil Young. That's a sound check song. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, some, a, a bunch of different Skinner tunes. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll do whipping post. Uh, oh God, what a great, great. Yeah. 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 With the band a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, long hair country boy, Charlie Daniels. That's, that's, my, right. that's, that's, actually, that's, that's the favorite. Yeah. We, we, we actually did an in studio version of that, um, that we, 
that we released a couple years ago, actually. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That, that, that one's always definitely one of the favorites. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I could see you doing that stuff. I could see, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the long hair country boy thing just kind of, it just happens to well, work. Well, not because of that, but I'm just saying, you know, so. Yeah. It's his personality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Jay Solar is who we're chatting with tonight, and uh, we're not going to keep you much longer here, my friend. I know y- your time is precious, but uh, thank oh, you for know. at least, you know, coming on with us. And yeah, you're single, and we found out a little bit about you. And do you mind if we find out a little bit more? I got like, yeah, come on, dude, bring it on. You ready, you ready for these questions? Yeah, come on, dude. Oh boy, oh boy, here this we go. Be in trouble. Favorite uh, favorite drink to fill your solo cup? Oh man, I don't drink a whole lot anymore. Um, but I it used to be um, Jameson and Coke. I love. I like Jameson was my whiskey yeah. choice, uh, but I don't drink too much anymore. And I'm trying yeah. to drink less Good for you. too. Good for you. <laughs> Try to just be healthier. I have terrible genes, but <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to not die when I'm like 35, you know. So I'm like, uh, I got to take it easy. But <laughs> all right, another one. Do you like long beard or cleaned up? I like my beard kind of cleaned up, uh, but I, I, I envy the guys that have the beards that look good long because mine just is like a bush. Like <laughs> it, it is, and it's so thick that it's like, I love the ZZ top beard look where it's kind of almost stringier. I hate right, right. Right. But mine is just a freaking bush. And it's like, it's just, once it gets too long, I have to like trim it. But then it's, it's, it's so thick that it's like, it's just it's just too thick, and I so I prefer to be all gray. Like you would be all gray. That's why I got rid of all that stuff. <laughs> like I look. He's like got a long ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> I got a couple grays in there. Uh, well, you need to pull those babies out. I do. You have the Jordan Davis beard. Jordan Davis is his beard is thick. He's a Louisiana boy. Oh I, yeah, I know, I know, and he's got that. Uh, he's got that beard. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see here. What's your most prized possession? Oh man, I have. Um, Making you think. I, I immediately went to guitars. I have so many guitars. I used to buy and sell guitars all the time. I have a a 1967 uh, Gibson Trini Lopez that is signed by some of the guys from Blackberry Smoke. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, those guys. Mm-hmm. It's just it's been my it's been my go to guitar for the uh, probably the last five or six years. Um, ever since I bought it, and I, I would probably say it's my it's my most prized possession just because mm-hmm. I love I love playing that guitar live. It's who you are, and I would expect that answer to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything else. <laughs> One thing you avoid avoiding catering. Avoid and catering. catering. Yeah, like backstage. What's well, something you avoid? So I have a funny story. This is actually okay. a hilarious story. We're ready. So a couple years ago, um, there's this big festival, um, country music festival called Rock the South down in Coleman, Alabama. And this was back when Hardy was playing with me. And we were the first act of the day. Florida Georgia Line was actually playing at the end of that night. And this was oh, where Hardy had really gotten to in with them. And um, they were like, hey, catering's from like 11 to 1, and then it doesn't for dinner start back until like 5. And we were like, oh, well, we're hanging out all day, and of course we want free lunch. And we played at like noon, and we were like, well, by the time, or, or like 12.30, we were like, well, if we wait till after we play, lunch catering's going to be gone, 
and we're and we're broke and we're not trying to go out and buy our own hot dogs out in the parking lot right so, so we're so of course this being in alabama we go and we load up we're, we're eating like mac and cheese mashed potatoes <laughs> pulled pork you know we, we were going to town so me and hardy and, and marjorie and nick ate full plates and um so we only had like a 20 minute set or something but, and it was right when the festival was first start it was like the doors had just opened. There was almost nobody in there yet, but we, we get about halfway through the first song and I just feel it. I feel it coming up. I know it, oh no. It, it, it gets into there and I have to swallow it. Like I throw oh, up. Oh, oh my God. Party on the last note of the last song runs over to the back of the stage and throws up off the back of the stage. Oh my God. <laughs> We the lesson, right? Yeah, which we had a great time. It was a fun show, but we learned: do yeah. not eat before. It, for me, it's two, at least two, if not three hours before going on stage. Don't eat because when you're running around, and and that was like a hundred degree. It was like a hundred. Oh my degree. god! So you know, just a belly full of mac and cheese, pulled pork, mashed potatoes, running around on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get people riled up and rocking. I was like. Oh God! <laughs> you, sure, you sure there wasn't some food poisoning or something in there? I were the only ones that. Uh, I think it has. I don't think it was food poisoning because it. <laughs> yeah, yeah we were around in the hundred degree heat, and you learn yeah. a lot from that way. So yeah. Oh uh, let me see here. I got a whole list that I usually have. All right, now, what sounds fun to you right now? Oh man, I don't know. Well, here I, I, I'm. I'm just gonna let you guys know. So. The next two nights, I have a lot of buddies who farm around this area and and north and up to uh, Baton Rouge, uh, up to Mississippi. And um, part of the reason I came down early hmm. was because we have a big hog problem down here, and hmm. we will go and hunt these hogs. Hunt. I knew you were going to say that. You know, I was gonna. I skipped over the question because I I have turkey, duck, or deer hunt. I'm gonna go. I, I would cry. I, 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 well, so now I we we know what the answer is. Yeah, I, I mean, hog is out of those. I would probably say deer, but hog. Right, right. There's so many. There's such a huge problem. They, wow. um, they, they, they really devastate the the the, the crops that these farm. I mean, it, I really, I'm like, uh, it, it's it's crazy the amount of damage and 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 mm -hmm. loss of revenue that these farmers can experience. Right from the hog damage. So I have some buddies who are farmers, and they will will go right around and and shoot them at. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but they're so cute though. <laughs> they really are cute. They're big and nasty. Some of them. They're I don't know where you see cute, Deb. I, I'm just not getting that. Little, little pot belly farm pigs are cute, but these are not cute. I mean, oh, these really? They have big tusks and yeah, long hair. They're pretty ugly. Oh, then I must not be thinking of the same thing. What do we have here? Those little groundhog things that we groundhog? see running around. Deb, forget it. You're in the wrong. Oh, groundhogs. Yeah, these are full grown. Like, <laughs> These are pigs, and they're just oh, wild. I'm in like a whole different animal then. Yeah, okay. yeah, large. Our little groundhogs are cute. They're part <laughs> of the pig family, I believe, but they do. They have the tusk. Oh. They have the, the. They're just ugly to look at, and they must raise hell with the farmers. I, I mean, can, they really do. They can. They can. Uh, a, an adult hog can uh, root up like a half acre of, of crops a night, and <gasps> really. Yeah, and there's and wow. there's 
tens of thousands of them just in Louisiana alone. And I mean, they're, they're everywhere. I mean, we'll, we'll drive around and you'll, you'll walk into a field and there'll be 30 or 40 of them just all eating in this field. And they, they'll root it, they root it up. They, they ruin the soil and, and they're, they're really a big problem, you know, but so anyway, I, I just, I have far, farmer buddies who I know that go out and hunt them and um, you do it at nighttime and it's because oh. they're, they're smart enough to know to not come out at until be nighttime. Careful. We need yeah, it, 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 to be careful. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty crazy, but it, it, it's something that I've gotten into over the last couple of years. But. That's cool. That's cool. All right. I'll give you one or two more and then we're going to let you go. Okay. Um, what's the most adventurous thing you've ever done that your parents don't know about? Oh man. Well, they're watching this. So, oh, they- okay. Well, would you like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, that they don't know about, I mean, they know a lot. I'm pretty, pretty open with them. Um, I don't see the door open behind you and your dad's going to come in. So you did you know, start strangling me <laughs> like you rip. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't okay. do anything too crazy that they don't know about. Um, they definitely, I, I bought this scooter at the beginning of the quarantine and ride it around my neighborhood. And every time I tell them I'm going to ride it, they're like, you really shouldn't be out doing that. I'm like, just wait till I get like a real dirt bike or something. <laughs> wait, you haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, yeah, just wait. You haven't seen nothing yet. So. Right. I've always wanted a, a bike, a new bike. Well, I've never had one, but I wanted to get like a sportster or something oh, like that. Yeah. My wife said, You pull in the driveway, you ride in the driveway on something like that. You might just as well turn around and <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah, man. Needless to say, the next day I came home with no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> What what's the first word that comes to mind? The first word that comes to mind. Bingo. What is it right now? Fun. That's there you go. Word. I don't know why. That's why you're seeing. We're, we're having fun. We're having right. Fun. We're having fun. We're what's, having the, fun. what's the name of this podcast? Skip happens. There you go. <laughs> CJ Stoller, you're awesome. Hey, you pass. You pass the test, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Tell us uh, your website, uh, socials. Somebody wants to get a hold of your music. How can we help you out there? Do you have merchandise? What, yeah, I've got, you know, um, all my music is anywhere you find music. I do on my website, cjsolar.com has have physical CDs um, that I always sign when I mail them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got t-shirts, koozies, all that good stuff. Um, you, you know, you can find, my, you, you know, uh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Those are the, are the main ones that I'm using. I haven't I, I, I have, I've made like three TikTok videos. I, I haven't really learned how to do that one too well yet, but I, I'm always on Instagram and um, Facebook and, and Twitter. So cool. yeah, come find me. Very cool. Have you, uh, have you had any word of when you might be able to start performing again live? I mean, it's just cause it's so different based on each area. Um, mm-hmm. I do have, um, I think pot possibly, uh, you know, one or two small shows and a lot of them are private um, mm-hmm. in, in October or November, but I, I had some that, that, that will cancel. They, they, they think yeah. that you might be able to do it. And then they, they just go, nah, it's just not, it's not right. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm thinking next year, fortunately, cause I tour on a pretty small level, um, you know, mm-hmm. clubs and stuff. I, you know, the opening for the big artists won't be happening, which I normally get to do a lot of, um, but they're just, there's just so much more risk because they play bigger venues and pile more people into their shows. Um, so playing little clubs and stuff, hopefully we'll, we'll start back um, next year, but 
I, I really don't know, but I'm just kind of waiting on the word, especially from my booking agent who they're, yeah. you know, they, they make, they don't make money when we're not playing shows. So they're right. trying, to, trying to get us back as soon as possible. And, you know, my, my, my band guys, I mean, that's, that's a big chunk of their income is, is, is playing with yeah. me. So, um, it, yeah. it, especially for their sake, you know, I, I want to be gigging, um, to keep those guys making money. Mm. Do you, uh, well, do you drink coffee? You know what? I really don't like coffee. I, I, I you drink anything out of a mug. <laughs> I occasionally drink stuff out of mugs. Oh, yeah, my we'll God. send you a skip happens mug. So when we get done tonight, we, at least you can put it on your mantle. That looks like a big mug. I have a lot of mugs. Actually. I drink plenty out of mugs and I would be ecstatic to add that to the mug. I, so when we, when we say goodbye tonight, you just stay right there. All right. And if for some reason you, you click off, just come back on. We'll be waiting for you. But um, we do want to say thank you, CJ, CJ Solar, for joining us here on Skip Happens tonight. We found a lot out about you. Um, just a great, great artist. Great, great, great songwriter. I added another grade in there for songwriting. But, um, <laughs> but it's all good. I mean, songwriting is where you're making your money. Let's just face it. So. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I'm still able to write songs with everything yeah. that's going on right now. Right. So that, is, that has been a, a nice silver lining. And having, uh, you know, some girls be on the radio right now has, has been an extra right. special silver lining to this whole time period. Um, so very fortunate for that. And, um, yeah, going to keep trying to do the whole do all the stuff. Good stuff. Jameson Rogers with some girls. I do a feature real quick before we let you go. I know it's getting late here. Deb's going to get mad if I carry this on too much longer. <laughs> She's looking at her clock right now. I just saw her look up. Um, I do. I worry about the artist. <laughs> I do a feature called Skip um, a Skip Pick, and I take a new song whenever it comes out, and I call it my Skip Pick. So every time I play it on my shift, I will say, "This is this is my Skip Pick for this time around." Okay. And Jameson Rogers, some girls was my Skip Pick. I saw that you had written it with Hardy. Oh, Hardy! And I said, "This is my Skip Pick. This song's going to go to number number one. Not only is it a great artist, but it's got a great songwriter on it too." And oh, yeah, it's, well, thank you. Well, I'm there. keeping my fingers crossed that yeah. it can ring that bell. It's going to. A couple weeks. It. We'll see. Fingers crossed, mm -hmm. man. Fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. If only to prove you right with the skip pick. There you go. Yeah, the skip pick is good. And you can smile all the way to the mailbox. No, that's all good. Then I'll have to get me a, a dirt bike or something. There you go. It'll help. It's a little down payment for it or whatever. I don't know. I don't go there. That's not my business. But anyways, <laughs> CJ Sola, you're awesome, my friend. Thank, Thank you for you joining Deb and I here tonight. And uh, Deb with the Country Music Fan Club. And, of course, me with uh, 92.1 The Wolf and Skip Happens. Uh, you're pretty awesome, my friend. Just keep doing what you're doing. Stay safe. Enjoy your hog hunt. Thanks. You guys are awesome. I've had a blast hanging. And hope yeah. you guys have a good rest of the week. Yeah, same, well. same, same to you. And well. uh, when you heading back to Nashville? Well, I have a wedding back here um, oh, okay. on Friday, so that's actually the real reason that I came down here. Um, and it was the hog hunting. <laughs> well, the hog hunting, had it, it, they, they go hand in hand. I can't, yeah, they, <laughs> I can't come back home without a little hog hunting. And then uh, I'm going with my parents, and my girlfriend's here too. Uh, oh. We're going with my parents to the beach next week. Sweet. Which they had a house rented because we were supposed to be playing Pepsi Gulf Coast Jam and opening for Skinner. Oh this wow. week. so they had it for this weekend and then the, throughout the next week the show obviously is canceled mm -hmm. they, didn't want, they just said well why don't we still go we already booked time off so why not i so got we're still going but yeah so right. 
I won't be back well, in Nashville for yeah, you know, about two weeks. All right, my friend. You I, know. I trust. I tell you, when you when we get the chance to see you live, when either you're in our area or if we can catch you in Nashville, we will definitely be there. Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. And we have seen you at uh, I know at the Music Row uh, Awards at <laughs> early in the morning or whatever time that was. Plus, I see you at breakfast there at the, uh, the little breakfast they put um, on. Yeah, I look forward to that every year. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. It's too early. <laughs> it is early. Why do they do that to us? I know, like, and why do no? Not only us, but why do they do that to the artists when they know that the artists their their day is like yeah. the other end of our day? Yeah, you think about it's it. Like ooh. crazy, but you got to do what you got to do. We get it. We get it. I know. It's a good time. We just yeah. don't sleep. That's all. That's all. All that's right, C- CJ, you're the best. Peace out, buddy. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for joining us here tonight. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, stay right there, my friend. All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in.